Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you reviews of the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I'm talking about the new film, I believe a Netflix exclusive, uh, entitled May-December. It came out this year, 2023, directed by Todd Haynes, written by Sammy Birch and Alex Mech- uh, Mechenik. This one stars great cast, Natalie Portman, Charles Melton, Julianne Moore, among many others, in this movie, 20 years after their notorious tabloid romance gripped the nation, a married couple buckles under pressure when an actress arrives to do research for a film about their past. Kind of an interesting uh, bio there. Um, I thought this movie was a great exploration of a relationship between an older woman and a younger man uh, that began with basically statutory rape. I mean, we see these stories, uh, I think, from the other position a lot of the times, uh, but it's pretty rare we get one that features the older woman and a younger man who was 13 years old when they met. Uh, just kind of an aspect of our culture that is has a bit of a double standard, you know, compared to if the genders were flipped. Uh, I think there's more stigma involved with uh, men preying on girls more so than women preying on boys uh, to the point where the when news comes out, not in every circle of this country, but uh, when news comes out of like a teacher sleeping with her, her, her student, and it's uh, an older woman and a younger man, so commonly... It is celebrated by other men that this boy was preyed upon by an older woman. Whereas in the flip side, it's not at all how we do that. Maybe that has something to do with the fact that uh, there's some uh, misogyny going on. That like uh, women are weaker and need to be protected more. um, And boys should know better. Uh, I I don't know exactly what it is, but it's an interesting... uh, double standard that exists in our country and this movie explores that in an interesting way uh you have great performances in this as well and uh a well executed film um but it's a movie you know as far as recommending it to somebody i don't know it, it would definitely depend like if if the topic conversation came up maybe uh great performances you want to see some great performances you want to see an interesting story uh a drama but i don't know this isn't a movie that this movie didn't blow me away this isn't going to be on my top favorite movie of the list uh but it's a very interesting and intriguing film uh that uh really relies on the performance because as natalie portman's character is an actress who's researching a role Right, the role is of this woman, who 
was an adult and met met a 13-year-old boy and they started having a relationship together. Uh so and eventually marries him. Right? So you you have this uh this kind of a, a disgusting power struggle but also so it's a lot about natalie portman researching this role so as the audience you are in her shoes in many ways as she is having conversations with people and studying not only their answers but how they how they answer how their their body language is uh, so because so much focus is based on all of these people who are involved in the story and how they act to questions and react to questions that Natalie Portman's character is asking, uh, you really get to see these actors do great performances. So much subtlety in their performances, uh, which I thought was great. Um, and you see also not only like, like you see their commu community itself kind of protecting them right you have as she's investigating this whole thing trying to do research for her character uh you see the justifications that the people involved will make for it and then you also see the community around them protecting them as well which is interesting uh and you know just an aspect that that highlights the differences that if this was a, a different if the gender roles were were swapped there may not be as much justification and protection going on or maybe there would be i don't know maybe in certain places and there's definitely red states that allow children to get married to adults um which is i, I don't know it's insane um so because it's an actor studying the performances of these subjects, it really focuses you really get focused on the performances of these people, right? Which elevates the performances overall as, you know, a, a studying along with Elizabeth played by Natalie Portman. Um and it's a movie that builds to a point where you just can't excuse the actions, right? There's like so, constantly trying to justify everything and excuse everything and it just you know it it just builds and builds to where it's like you can't it's like it, it's ridiculous to try and do that and it, one thing that bothers me not necessarily about this movie but the, the way this movie like on imdb this movie is labeled as a drama and a comedy. It was nominated for in the Golden Globes, which, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Nominated for Best Comedy, which The Martian a few years ago was another kind of classic example of a, a movie that is clearly not a comedy. Although I would say The, the Martian is a far more upbeat film than this movie. There may be some dark humor in it, but it is this is a a flat drama in my opinion. This is like so far from being a comedy. It's just it's I don't like that. And if they were intending it to be a comedy, I didn't I didn't find it funny. 
I didn't. I wasn't laughing. I wasn't. I didn't find much of this very humorous. So I don't know. Um. But it's an interesting kind of examination of how different people react to this specific dynamic. Uh, so I did appreciate a lot of this movie, and it was, you know, an interesting movie. Let's take a short break from this episode. Hey, loyal listeners of The Ray Taylor Show. I know it's one thing to tune in and engage with the content that I passionately create for you. But what if I told you there's a way to wear your fandom? Introducing our exclusive line of merchandise inspired directly by the vibes and visuals of this very podcast. From the stylish t-shirts that'll make you stand out in the crowd to our eco-friendly biodegradable phone cases adorned with artwork inspired by the show. You can now carry a piece of the Ray Taylor show wherever you go. Whether you're looking to make a fashion statement, protect your phone with some flair, or simply want to show off your love for the show, our merchandise has got you covered. Ready to rock our gear? Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com and get yours today. Wear the show. Be the vibe. Now let's get back to the show. I do want to talk about spoilers, however. So, uh, spoiler warning for anybody that has not seen this movie. I'm going to be talking about just specific moments, specific things about this movie. So if you don't want to be spoiled, this is your warning. This movie does open with very dramatic music that sounds like you're watching a murder mystery like it is this score to the beginning of this movie is very much murder mystery and i don't know if that is part of the comedy aspect of it that they are somehow making light of this situation in a way but very weird music choice score choice uh, to open this movie, which is not about murder at all. Uh, it, I mean, it's it's definitely not a lighthearted romp either, but it's not, it's it just, it doesn't, doesn't fit. Um, we see pretty early Gracie, played by Julianne Moore, very controlling, right? D- her friends describe her as knowing what she wants unapologetically, right? A.K.A. demanding. Right, which is, it, it's sad how people will, like, sugarcoat toxic behavior. L- like, it, it just, in order to justify, it's just another example of how they are trying to spin this situation in a way that is somehow positive. But we see that part of the the controlling nature is when after they I mean it opens with them having a barbecue so later that night when they're going to bed when he crawls into bed and he's smelling like the grill because he's been grilling hot dogs all day because that's his job now as her husband who that has kids right despite the fact like he's he's a he's a guy that never had a child he had to grow up when he was 13 years old but crawls into bed smelling like the grill long day um so he like tries to fix it like he takes his shirt off uh and she she just gives him shit like he should have known before getting in bed right just 
like he crawls into bed takes his shirt off thinking that's going to be enough but of course it's going to be in your hair and everything he tries to compromise right and she's making a huge deal of it and then when he gets back into bed after you know washing up a little bit taking his shirt off kind of doing his best at the end of the night when he wants to just go to bed and then she starts crying like you should have just known you should have just known better like it's just if if you're not doing exactly what she wants at all times then you're uh, she's the, the victim she plays victim all the time very controlling very manipulative very much like a mother figure far more than a wife in so much of this which is the dynamic that's set up because she's you know older you have so much of what's going on is like performative right like from the flower arrangements to the dinner where she tries to seem like a concerned mother giving him milk and saying he has to because he's got a, a calcium deficiency also the way she treats her kids like the son is like this jacked athletic dude and she's telling him to eat more because he looks small uh the daughter she kind of like shames her daughter for dressing certain ways it just like just in all aspects controlling And then there's even a moment where he's taking the trash out and he sees the light to the bedroom come on. So he knows that she's watching him and you can see how he picks up the pace. It's like he's living in a world where he is like she's a shitty manager and he's the employee or she's the controlling mom and he's the son just trying to do all the chores to please her. It's just so sad. And then you find out that they met when he was in seventh grade. And also that her youngest grandkid is the same age as their oldest twin. Their oldest with Joe. So she was getting pregnant the same time her daughter was getting, or her son was impregnating somebody. And it's like, if this was, and there probably is stories about i mean obviously men having like trophy wives and things like that that is it obviously also so very common and accepted especially in like those older movies usually like older movies like i don't know if the godfather had it but i wouldn't be surprised i just re recently rewatched that movie but you know there's definitely a lot of movies where the trophy wife is the same age as the kids if not younger than the kids. Um, I mean, House Fall of the House of Usher is another example of that, which I guess is... But they, they didn't meet when she was in seventh grade. Like, they were both adults. Like, that's a completely different thing. Like, if you're if both people are adults and they meet and there's a big age gap, that's fine. But if she's an adult and he's in seventh grade that's not okay and vice versa if it was a man dating a seventh seventh grade girl not okay who cares if you got married when 
they became of age. Like, the whole thing was tainted from the beginning. Uh, and this movie, I think, does a good job at kind of showing that in these swapped genders from what we are nor what we normally see that it's not i mean the the differences the similarities are are the same between whether it was an older man and a younger girl or vice versa it's just you're somebody who has life experience with somebody who has no life experience and that person who is a child has to grow up and pretend to be an adult now right all their they have to live at the age of their partner in many ways. So I appreciate this movie for at least highlighting that aspect of it. Um, and of course you have Elizabeth played by Natalie Portman studying, trying to embody everything, right? Studying how she puts on her makeup, how she speaks, uh, you know, being very method, which is hilarious when you see at the end, the movie that she's making like the amount of preparation that she does for this role compared to like that is kind of funny i guess when you see what the it's it's it seems like it's going to be like a straight to tv kind of like skinamax kind of a, a movie and she's preparing like it's a paul thomas anderson film so that i i guess that aspect is funny and maybe comments on just how predatory everything in life is, how she's going into this family, kind of dissecting everything, trying to live as Gracie. Let's take a quick break from the show. Listeners, are you ready to take your experience with the Ray Taylor Show to the next level? Dive into Inspired Disorder Plus for just $5 a month. You unlock a world of premium content that's sure to satisfy your every entertainment and artistic craving. Imagine enjoying The Ray Taylor Show, a full week completely ad-free in both audio and video formats. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Get exclusive access to the live painting archive, be the first to lay eyes on new releases from the many faces, and enjoy members-only discounts and deals that'll have you coming back for more. With a treasure trove that includes a podcast back catalog of boasting 14 unique shows and over 600 episodes, personal insights through Ray Taylor's own blog, that is me, creative writing to spark your, spark your imagination, and an interactive Ask Me Anything section. Inspired Disorder Plus is a feast for the curious mind. Get ready to elevate your entertainment game. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com plus and become a member of an exclusive club. Dive in, indulge, and inspire your senses. Now let's get back to the show. And you have Gracie always playing the victim card whenever it suits her, right? It's like that type of person where it's like they're either always the hero, right, when it suits them, even if they aren't responsible for whatever good thing happened. And anytime something bad happens in their life, even though 90% of the time it is bad things happening because of the choices they made they act like the victim like they they're constantly acting like the victim i mean you see that today with a former president of the united states acting like the victim when he's the one who committed all these crimes 
but he's the victim. And people go along with it. That's the that, it's I mean that's 100% manipulation what you know whether it's former president or this character it's a form of manipulation to be, play the victim in situations where you are the cause for whatever happened to you. Right? You get a DUI and you play the victim. Like, oh, this horrible thing happened to me. So, it just... And I, like, when it comes to manipulation like that, I have, like, no tolerance for it. So, seeing it in this movie is very interesting. And seeing how so many people tolerate it and defend it. Like, people in their community, friends, family. It's just, it's just, it's just every aspect of this movie is, like, kind of disgusting. And their thought of this this movie that's supposed to be made that Natalie Portman's character Elizabeth is going to be in, they think that that the movie being made, the examination of this relationship, is somehow going to be beneficial for them. How it's going to show everybody that it was okay that she preyed upon a 13-year-old boy. You know, just feeling like they did nothing wrong, which is this delusion which is similar to everything else these people that live in these delusional realities where they are the victim where if people just saw they would understand there's also kind of a great but also kind of sad scene when he smokes weed for the first time with his son which is similar to me i didn't smoke start smoking weed till i was 30 had my own condo i was an adult adulting because i had to grow up sooner i didn't grow up because of the same reasons he did but i i didn't have the same i had to be self-sufficient and responsible i couldn't just do the things that kids do where you experiment with stuff right And there's a scene where Gracie, another justification, where she's like saying that Joe, her husband, has been with more women than she had. Because he was with two women. And she had only been, she was married, and that was the only person she ever had sex with. It was her previous husband. As if that's some kind of justification. (laughs) It's just, it's just another example Right, these sad comparisons that only show how, you know, just how she's justified these things in her head. Right, despite the fact that this this kid that had sex once before her was in seventh grade, middle school, he was a middle schooler. And he had to grow up quickly. She was sheltered, obviously, you know, probably married early, had one only, she'd only known one thing. So that in some way she uses to justify it as well, that she was sheltered. So it's like they were on the same, they were on the same level because they were both hadn't experienced that much out of life yet. 
And then you see Elizabeth's character start to use him as well. You know, for her to like embody this role, using him to sleep with him. And he thinks that there's something special. But it's like it's in many ways just him repeating the same trauma, right? Recreating trauma, expecting different results. It's, it's very sad. <laughs> like this character is so tragic, this Joe character. And he was 13 and Gracie says that she, he seduced her. He was the one in charge. She keeps, she keeps like mentioning who was in charge, who was in charge as if an adult woman would be controlled and seduced by a 13 year old boy it's just it, it it's just more more delusion um and this movie has an epic kind of monologue uh of her normalizing and justifying this abuse right you get from the actress which is far more introspective than the subject is, right? Because you have this act actress that's trying to embody the character, but also trying to understand the situation more so than the people involved are trying to understand the situation. They're just trying to justify the situation, right? These are people that need therapy. And they're just delusional. And him crying outside of his daughter's graduation, right? Cause it's like he, he's, I'm sure happy that it, his kids are going to at least have a childhood, have their twenties. And he's crying outside while the women inside are celebrating. It's just kind of a, it's a very sad movie to call this a comedy. is like, it's almost offensive to call this a comedy. You know, it's just a sad story about how people will manipulate situations to justify their actions, acting like they are the victim when they are the ones responsible for their own situations and convincing themselves that what they believe is the truth. It's like you, you want to put a red hat on these people and just they fit right in just delusional behavior. Right, these people that are the hero when it suits them and the victim whenever it, it, it suits them as well. Someone who felt like they didn't have control and in turn becomes a massive controlling person to everyone around her. And seeing these friends that defend it and support her delusion, enabling it, it's it just so sad. But the performances in this movie are by far the highlight. Great performances. The story is a bummer. Uh, but I'm glad it exists. I'm glad I watched it. It's a very interesting movie. Um, and uh, that's my thoughts on it. Thank you all for tuning in to The Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on May, December. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder where all these episodes are available in video format until next time enjoy the show subscribe to the ray taylor show on youtube and everywhere podcasts are found binge the full week ad free over at inspired disorder.com slash plus purchase ray taylor show merch over at inspired disorder.com 
Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.